Hello everyone, a very warm welcome to Christina Aguilera Track Battle. I'm your host, Bags, super fan and lover of all things Xtina. This is the podcast where we take two songs from Christina's amazing discography at random via our fancy random track wheel, discuss them and undertake the challenging task of determining which is better. Let's find out which songs are going head to head this episode. Are you ready fighters? Let's spin the wheel. A song for you. And that's going up against... Show me how you burlesque. (laughs) The randomness of the track wheel strikes again. Two songs that are very different, but both sort of fit under the jazz and brassy umbrella. Um, But yeah, I've seen your comments about how random the, the track wheel can be. And, you know that's that track wheel. So let's kick off episode 60 and find out a bit more about both of these songs, shall we? Let's first start talking about A Song For You. So this is a collaboration with the absolutely iconic American jazz pianist Herbie Hancock and it's taken from his 45th studio album Possibilities which was released in 2005. Um, So this was sort of one of the, um, you know, in between sort of eras, um, Christina sometimes does these little sort of side projects and collaborations um, and was very much doing quite a few of them in between the release of Stripped and also Back to Basics and this is one of sort of the side projects that Christina did while in the process of recording Back to Basics. We saw this massive image overhaul from the sort of the black hair and the I suppose grunginess of Stripped uh, towards the end of that era to this sort of old Hollywood glamour with the blonde hair, the signature red lips. Um, you know in between we got sort of the the famous Granny Tina curls where she was had this sort of, you know, Marilyn Monroe hair, very short, um, curled, um, sort of, yeah, I think it's sort of transitioning because, you know, if you go from black hair to blonde, you've got to really sort of strip the colour out. I'm no hairdresser, I'm no expert here, but um, I'm guessing that's what you have to do. But yeah, she was sort of very much diving headfirst into sort of a jazz vibe, um, all this sort of throwback elements that she was incorporating um, and sort of giving us a taster of what was to come with Back to Basics. Uh, and this was, of course, one of the collaborations that she did. So this um, is, you know, very, very long song because, you know, we've got Herbie Hancock doing his you know, piano bit, which is absolutely brilliant. Um, the actual album of Herbie Hancock's um, Possibilities charted at number 22 on the US Billboard Hot 100 um, and A Song For You charted at number 11 on Billboard's Smooth Jazz Airplay chart in May 2006. Um, so A Song For You, um, you know, for somebody who is very much 45 albums into their career and, and still charting on Billboard charts, I think that's absolutely fantastic. And, you know, what a legend he is. Um, when we look at the song, A Song For You, um, it is a cover. So the song was written by Leon Russell. Uh, and then this version, the Herbie Hancock version with Christina, was produced by Herbie Hancock, Alan Mintz and Basie Bob Brockman. Um, so, yeah, the original um, song, um, you know, 
very very different to the version that herbie and christina has done um a song for you has had many many iconic artists covering it over the years um and has sort of a bit of a rich history since its release in the 70s so it was originally recorded by rock singer and pianist leon russell hence the the writing credit um but it got more broad attention when it was covered by andy williams who released it with a b-side you got a friend uh, which is that song originally recorded by carol king um very very memorable song not you've got a friend in me from toy story before you get the wrong idea <laughs> um but it is um you know andy williams brought this song to a bit more of a broader attention a bit more to the mainstream and then eventually got picked up by all these other different artists throughout the years ray charles recorded a version that got him a grammy for best male r&b vocal performance in 1994 and um, other songs that uh, other sort of artists that have recorded the song over the years are um the carpenters 1972 uh, whitney houston did it in 2009 for her final studio album i look to you uh, but it was very much an up-tempo version of the song um, amy winehouse has also covered it donny hathaway in uh, 1971 the donny hathaway version is the version that christina has referenced as well um she was doing a trl interview um sort of in the uh, lead up or the promotion to back to basics and she was sort of asked what is like one of her favorite love songs and she said the um, a song for you the one she's done with her hancock the old um well, she couldn't remember the name of the song somebody in the audience um a fan wasn't me i wish it was um but um shouted out a song for you that it was the, the song but she 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 was talking about the donny hathaway version um and she was saying that her and her husband slow danced to it her husband at the time being jordan bratman quite cute actually it's a very very romantic song as well um so the herbie and christina version was actually nominated for the best pop collaboration with vocals at the 2006 grammy awards um and christina and herbie hancock actually performed a live rendition at the ceremony uh, be an all very much an edited down version as the album version runs for way over seven minutes um so you know you can't be doing a seven minute performance on a on a grammy show um but um it was very much nominated for um for a grammy they didn't win which is a shame but um the, the fact that it had recognition from the grammy committee as um as one of the best pop collaborations of that year is absolutely brilliant um so in terms of the the way that Christina sings this song as well, um, I love the passion that Christina shows while she's singing it. It sort of really blows you away. Um, makes me sort of just, you know, tingle every time you listen to it because she, she sort of very, very much gets across and portrays across that she can feel sort of a mood and a vibe. Um, and, and this song is very much a mood and a vibe as well. Um, you know, probably because of the meaning as well. Um, you know, in terms of the song, it, it's definitely, you know, I assume it's got to do with sort of a relationship that's somehow gone bad and it's too late to turn back time and the singer is sort of broken hearted remembering those beautiful past times when the relationship they were so close together and no matter how much time it's been um, you know they won't forget and they want and you know that she wants him to remember as well um you know even when it's been so long that they've been together so it's, it's sort of a very up and down relationship and you know, like i said it's a very romantic song and it's one of those songs um you know that are in very much um you know like a jazz singer or jazz um, artist songbook um, things like you know the way you look tonight and, and and songs like this it's very very romantic and it's one to definitely have on um you know it's you know when you uh 
doing doing all the the, the, the love stuff <laughs> so yeah it's it's very very um but it, you know not in a sultry way as we know we, we've talked about xxx tina here and you know she can be very very you know full on but this is very very romantic and very much in the vein of you know a lot of the stuff that she was singing about on back to basics um you know this is what she was bringing to sort of a modern day twist is is these love songs these romantic songs she was very much in love um you know very much got married and um and, and that was sort of her way of sort of paying tribute to songs like a song for you and and all these you know absolutely iconic jazz love songs that they have been throughout the years um which is very very nice to see because you know everyone else was doing r&b and you know she was zigging while everyone else was zagging um so let's look at favorite lyrics and favorite parts of the song so my favorite lyric is so if my words don't come together listen to the melody because my love is in there hiding I mean, this is just genius. It's so, so romantic. And, you know, the way that it's sort of incorporating, you know, words, melody, it's just absolutely brilliant. And I love it. My favourite part of um, the song, I just love the bit about sort of four minutes 30 onwards, where this sort of back and forth riffing of Christine and, and then with Herbie on the piano, like you just sort of close your eyes and just let it take you away. It's just so amazing and atmospheric and lush, just sounds like Christina in her element and this, you know, sort of intimate jazz club, which I know she says she would love to do, absolutely love, love, love to do. So it just sort of, you've got that in sort of a studio setting, which I think is really, really cool. Um. I mean, a song for you, I mean, I love that Christina collaborated with a very prolific jazz artist like Herbie Hancock, you know, especially when she was getting inspired for Back to Basics. Um, you know, I'd have loved to have seen her fully delve more into the jazz world, do like a collaborations album or something. And, um, you know, that would have been super cool. Um, but, you know, it's nice to see that she was sort of very much picking inspiration and, you know, she she did the assignment right she did her homework and she knew what she was doing she knew what she was talking about and she very much delivered the goods when it came to back to basics um you know in terms of showing that she has studied the her influences and um you know proven that she can show it in her own way in her own artistic way and you know this is why we're here talking about her so that's a song for you let's talk about the song that is up against which is show me how you burlesque so as the title will suggest this is taken from the film burlesque and also the corresponding soundtrack of the same name which was released in 2010 um so of course this is from the film um starring Cher and Christina in the lead roles along with Stanley Tucci Kristen Bell Cam Gigande we see Christina playing a character called Ali who trades in her humdrum life in Iowa to the stars and lights of Los Angeles as she aspires to be a performer in the burlesque lounge which is a struggling bar and burlesque cabaret club owned by Cher's character Tess. Um, so Show Me How You Burlesque appears on the soundtrack as track number nine and is also the closing number in the film um, and it was released as the second promotional single from the album. Uh, it also featured as one of the two songs that were in the trailer so it was used very much as one of the promotional tools to promote the film. Um, so the song itself was written by Christina, Tricky Stewart and Claude Kelly and it was produced by Tricky Stewart with additional vocal production by Claude Kelly. Uh, this was one of two songs Tricky, Claude and Christina have done together um, for the soundtrack as well as working together on a few tracks on Bionic. Tricky also produced some of the covers that were on the burlesque soundtrack as well um, and Bionic of course was also released in the same year so we assume that there was a lot of shared sessions for both of these albums 
albums by Nick and Burlesque. She was working on both of them at the same time. What great tracks they did together, you know, Express and Show Me How You Burlesque from um, Burlesque soundtrack. Also songs like There's New The Day, Glam, Prima Donna from Bionic. Um, so Show Me How You Burlesque, it's very much sort of this like dance pop jazz R&B fusion. It's this massive show tune with a massive horn section. You know, they've got trumpet, trombone, saxophone. It's very, very musical sounding. Um, you know, when I talk about musical sounding, I mean like a song from a musical where you've got this very big sort of show tune sort of towards the end of the, the musical or it's one of sort of like the item numbers, that sort of thing. Very, very retro as well. It gives the opportunity to Christina to really show off her pipes here as well because it is a very sort of singy-songy song if that makes sense um but yeah the song itself is about the world of burlesque um and the world of the burlesque lounge as portrayed in the film um it's how christina's character ali you know comes to the club makes her money by dancing and singing doesn't need anybody else no man nobody apart from herself and her girls and her talent you know it's very empowering quite empowering actually really bigging up the feminist vibes girl power here you know a lot of christina's work has been very much in that vein you know very much girl power both in the literal and non-literal sense as well um so yeah i mean it's a great great way to end the film um and um, sort of great message to end the film on as well um so early in 2010 around sort of january time um a very rough cut version of show me how you burlesque leaked of course the soundtrack and the film were released towards the end of 2010 um but um yeah a very rough demo leaked um and this was sort of when the buzz for new christina material was very, very much an all-time high um but it was a demo version called spotlight or i think fans had called it spotlight i think that was the name that it was sort of leaked under um the instrumentation was a little bit more sparse but the overall arrangement in terms of like the melody um and you know the verse chorus very much the, in the same as the final version as we all know and love today um but yes i remember there was an absolute thirst for material early 2010 we did not hear a lot from christina in the lead up to bionic i mean she gave us a lot that year in 2010 she gave us bionic soundtrack burlesque obviously the burlesque soundtrack as well um but, you know, in terms of up, leading up to that, we heard absolutely nothing. And we were getting lots of information. She was talking a lot about who she was collaborating with and, you know, certain song titles, things like that. But no, nothing in terms of teasers of um, music. And of course, you know, we know it came to sort of May time. That's when we heard sort of um, stuff for, for, from Bionic and then eventually Burlesque. Um, so the song itself, it actually did chart at number 90 on the Billboard Hot 100. This was due to a massive surge in popularity in terms of downloads. I think it actually went as high as number four on the US iTunes chart, which back in 2010, the iTunes download charts were a pretty big deal. And before the time of streaming on things like Spotify, Apple Music, other streaming platforms that are available, they are guys, they're out there. Um, but I reckon if this song was pushed more as a single and really promoted then it could have been really really big because it had that potential it went to number four on itunes it was getting a lot of traction it may have got more recognition as sort of the signature song from the film which i think was well deserved way over um you haven't seen the last of me which by share because that was the song that was having the buzz for the awards um you know golden globes oscars that sort of thing like the, like it did and it did get nominated but i think show me how you burlesque really sort of got overlooked here because you know it is a great song and it's very um you know very very catchy very well written as well um, I mean, you haven't seen The Last of Me, you, you did have Cher and Diane Warren behind that track and they are two massive juggernauts in the industry, you know, absolutely bigger than this song. So you can see why that was pushed as well, to really have these big names thrown around to draw attention to the film. Um, 
you know who knows how how the way everything works but you know it just it obviously wasn't meant to be um but the film did get a lot of attention at the time of its release due to the fact that it was a debut for Christina and also it was a return of Cher to films in what was absolutely years and Cher you know has received Oscars for her acting and has been nominated and has had a lot of critical acclaim for it so the fact that she was coming back to movies was a really really big deal um, and since then Burlesque has actually developed this sort of cult following you know especially 10 to 11 years later after its release every time it's aired on TV or it's been released onto a particular streaming platform Netflix etc you know the soundtracks always had a bit of a surge in popularities popularities always re-entering downloading and streaming charts you know what a great move by christina to get involved in something that was so ahead of its time very much like the rest of the material released in that year 2010 you know we're talking about bionic here as well you know Burlesque is this very campy niche classic that's inspired a lot of things, you know, like memes, drag acts. There's a lot of sayings from the film which are used in pop culture these days. Um, it's, you know, very much a um, film that was very much ahead of its time. And, you know, it's got this, it's great that it's got this sort of camp niche cult following. I love it. Absolutely brilliant. There have been plans to make a stage musical and also a potential television series inspired by the film, but I think a lot of the plans were put on hold or cancelled due to the COVID 19 pandemic. Um, so it'd be nice to see if those things are going to sort of maybe make an appearance again because, you know, the songs from the film, amazing. The numbers from the film, amazing. The choreography, routines, the the camera work, it's just absolutely great. I think the, the numbers are the best part about the film. So let's talk about favourite parts and favourite lyrics of Show Me How You Burlesque. Um, so my favourite part, I love the to and fro of the vocals and the horns in the middle eight, you know, where the horns copy Christina's riffs. And we have this iconic riff and then the horns are like, um, you know, like, hey, like, that is tragic. Um, feel free to stop right there. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, and then you know, when she does the iconic riff and then the horns are like, like they give up. It's just genius. I love it. It works so well in terms of the comedy tongue in cheek side of burlesque, which, you know, that is there. There is a campy comedy vampy side of it. It's not just about the striptease as we've spoken before on this podcast. Um, my favourite lyric, underneath the city lights, there is a world for you know about where rules don't apply and you can't keep a good girl down. I love how this is just the way that the song starts and it just really, really sets the scene and, um, you know it's just uh, i love the imagery that it creates um you know in the film we do find out that the song is written by cam gigande's character jack which is so funny to me because he's written the line shimmy shimmy strut strut <laughs> which i think's hilarious um if you've seen the film and you think that the two together i mean when you just add the two together it's just hilarious to me um but the number in the film is absolutely stunning and you know, there's these giant letters that spell out burlesque and put on this amazing light show the dancers all dressed in gold dresses a different style spread out on the stage on the on the letters around the letters around the club and all the characters of the film are in the crowd watching it's such a visual spectacle great great way to end the film um and the letters light show was used in the credits as well i actually also like the little face that christina pulls before the credits start rolling it's very you know tongue-in-cheek and very much adds to the burlesque vibe which i absolutely love um as part of the promotion tour for Burlesque, she did perform this on Dancing with the Stars in America, or Strictly Come Dancing as we call it in the UK. Um, but she did it on there where she sort of 
the performance took over the whole ballroom floor uh, in, you know, I would say is the best performance on the promo tour for Burlesque. I, I really liked the way that the staging was done. You know, they had set pieces from the film, the mirrors, there was the choreography, hairography, vocals on point, just amazing. It was a really, really great performance and really sold the song well. You know, absolutely great show tune. And I love the way that the, the how it just shows like happiness and um it just makes you want to dance and you know it's coming towards the end of the film and and you know how the film's going out with a bang uh, you know christina has done great work on the burlesque soundtrack and uh, you know this is a really really great song it's so catchy and um, a great way to end the film so we've heard about a song for you and we've heard about show me how you burlesque but there can only be one winner so let's get that drum roll please And the winner is... Show me how you burlesque! Congratulations to Show Me How You Burlesque. Absolutely amazing song. You know, Christina's really at home here and it's just a fun song. I mean, I love Christina doing jazz and jazz-influenced work. Um, you know, she sounds completely at home here. Um, but Show Me How You Burlesque is just so fun and so brilliant and kooky and makes you want to dance. And, you know, Funtina fun deserves to win here. So... Yeah, congratulations there. So next episode, we'll be looking at Sexy and Sultry versus Vocals and Power. Which two songs are they? I mean, not a lot of songs left to choose from, so you probably might be able to guess, but um, join us again. Thank you so much for listening. I cannot believe that is episode 60. Um, you know, we are coming towards the last few track battles, so um, it is going to be going to be an emotional one. Um, but uh, th- I do appreciate that you take your time out to listen to me babbling on for 20 minutes every week. Um, but that is it for today's show. If you like the show, let me know. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your streaming platform, leave reviews, leave me comments on Instagram and Twitter. The handle is at Xtina Track Battle. I look forward to reading all your messages and replying in all your glory. Thank you so much again. Ta-ta!